Hey, hey, Annika here. So today I wanted to uh, share something that one of you listeners wrote, something that you shared. Uh, it's Francesca from Italy, uh, based in Luxembourg, who shared on the podcast episode number 53 uh, that has the title, What Are You Afraid Of? It's from August 6th. And um, I wanted to share this before, but... You know, well, it's happening now. So Francesca, she shared based on that episode where I asked, like, what are you afraid of? And what's like, how are you letting that hold you back from a fuller life experience? And uh, I want to share what she said, because, well, first of all, it's hilarious. But it also has some leads to some profound thoughts and points. So she's saying, uh, Francesca, she's saying this one was an important one for me, this episode, because I'm afraid of. Hang on, let me read this out. 184,738 things. <laughs> uh, like, I need to have a mask to swim in the sea because I need to see that there is no white shark ready to approach me. And she's adding, like, if that having that mask would change things, that I would see it coming at me and calmly and philosophically swim away, athletically, of course, but just calmly. Uh, yeah. I'm with you on that one ever since, well, us, I don't know, maybe not when, when I was a little kid, but from the age of at least 12, I can remember, uh, jumping into the ocean where I grew up, I, the time I was in the water was probably less than the, the jumping into the water. So at the second I would touch water, I was just like, I would hold my breath and swim basically, yeah, like a racer boat, half on top of the surface to just get out of the water for that same reason. I, okay, I wasn't thinking great white shark, but I was thinking a shark with rotten teeth and possibly also uh, a evil, bad, half rotten man who would come up from underneath and just grab my ankle and pull me down. Yeah, uh, I don't, I mean, I've never, ever heard that happen. I've heard stories of this man who lives in the water and he would pull people down and take them, or he would lure them into the water and then they would never come back. But, I mean, yeah, it's, it's just this, um, it's fear, fear of what you can't see fear of uh, imagine if there was a sand bottom and you could see through the turquoise water just nothingness I would happily dive in and swim around that's not true because I would feel it what I, I even hear it now in my head do, 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 do. isn't that the shark it must be do, 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 do. you know and then the heart rate goes do, 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 and you get out of the water to make sure that the shark won't bite your butt off so yeah, I'm with you on that one, Francesca. And then she's saying, I'm also afraid to be rude to people without realizing. Um, yeah, I've heard this one before. I have one client who, two clients, and actually both of them are Greek. Maybe that's a Greek thing. Uh, but both of them have expressed like an intense fear of uh, expressing themselves, wanting to add value or making a comment, asking a question, whatever. I mean, not at all in the scope of wanting to be rude or make an insult, not at all. So in the extreme opposite, wanting to say something nice, 
but they are so scared that it will be perceived as, you know, an insult, questioning their intelligence. Is that really smart? Anything in the direction of being rude to the point that they avoid saying anything at all, uh, which in the end is often interpreted as, why are you not engaging in the conversation? What uh, Do you not think we're good enough? Or do you think you're better than us? Or So you're being perceived as rude. Uh, yeah, I've heard that many times. And then what else is she saying here? Uh, okay, yeah. To fall down cliffs with a car. This last one causes huge panic moments. But I also believe it is a good fear. It helps me understand the risk of some crazy roads. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes you see on Facebook or social media or internet uh, roads that are just... <gasps> yeah, you feel that when you see the picture. I would not get in a vehicle and get on one of those roads. But if it's a decent road, normal kind of security, then you, sh you should perhaps consider looking at it from a different perspective. Uh, what needs to happen? What, what do you need in order for you to feel like it's not a risk or that it's not involved with fear. Um, and then Francesca saying, but what makes me afraid in terms of life is really financial uh, independence. So I guess you mean not being financially independent. I'm afraid that certain choices will one day make me miserable. Maybe because there's no safety net in terms of crazy wealthy family who will step in and just save me. Uh, but yeah, uh, in 2015... I went to California and I participated in a five-day mastermind live experience with um, Californian-based... Oh, he's moved away, but he was then in California, Christian Michelson. And we were talking a lot about the, the fear around not having money, uh, the money mindset. And he was... He took people one by one on stage and asked them to confront this fear and, you know, why they're not stepping forward, why they're holding themselves back uh, because of this potential risk and what it, like, w how, what part of it is real, what is logic, what is actually potentially going to happen and w what is just fear uh, related to what. And long story short, peeling the onion layer after layer. Why are you afraid of that? What will happen if that happens? So it got to the bottom of, well, obviously people are scared of losing face, uh, being considered uh, failures, uh, losers, no good, all of that, with ha which has to do with the ego. But then it goes to losing my home, uh, being homeless, being on the street, not having anywhere to sleep, um, being in a you know getting into potential danger and that uh, again long story short peeled down to ultimately not feeling loved not being worthy of love because you have arrived at the bottom of bottoms so again I first of all Francesca thank you for sharing I had a good laugh when I read this not laughing at you but laughing with you because um, that that thing with swimming in the sea uh, whenever I see an adult just swimming laps in the ocean, like where I grew up, there's uh, friends of mine and their mom, she would get in the water and she would just swim calmly and peacefully. And I was like, yeah, I was jealous. I wish I could do that and enjoy it, but I, I cannot. I'm a certified and trained lifeguard, 
meaning I should be, feel very confident uh, hanging around in the water. I, I have no problem jumping in and pulling someone out or swimming with someone, but it's that moment when I'm alone and there's just water, 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 water. Do, 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 do. Yeah, you get it. So, yeah, with all those fears that we have and we create in in our own thoughts, um, I think... Uh, a great question to keep ans- to keep asking is, what is it that needs to happen? What is it that needs to change or exist or be there for you, for you to not feel that fear? Uh, if I take the example of me being so afraid of the da- afraid of the dark, it's not darkness. It's when it's pitch black. When you, you know when uh, the window the window like the the what are they called? the whatever you cover the window with on the outside the hatchets I don't know what they're called wooden doors yes or you have one of them roll down curtains that block out lights blinders maybe they're called yeah you have that and then it's actually night so there's no light and you close the door to your bedroom no light so it's it's as dark as something can be dark that's when I freak out and it's not of the dark itself it's the thought around what potentially could fill that space like I shared in episode 53 so what needs to happen what need what needs to change or what do you need to not feel that fear so an example concrete example for what I just shared would potentially be um, having a very weak light somewhere just not one that would interfere with sleeping because I like it dark when I sleep, but one that would stop you from going into that crazy creative space of thinking about all the things you could fill that black space with. Um, and with diving, swimming in the ocean, a mask, uh, not being able to see the shark. What would change that for me? I don't know about you, Francesca, or anyone else having this phenomenon with needing a mask or wanting to needing to see the shark coming at you. As soon as there's someone with me, I am much calmer. Much, much, much calmer. It's like if, yeah, it's that thinking space. When you give too much space to your thoughts, to your imagination, that's when there's more fear. I think I just said something that is potentially pretty big. The more space you allow yourself to think of how scary it is, obviously, the scarier it's going to be. So think less about that. Maybe if you're in a car and, okay, you know that it's not a risk. It is not a dangerous, steep thing. It's just a normal, steep thing. Put on loud music and sing like your favorite song and sing along. I'm going to get dressed for success shaping me up I don't know the lyrics after that but something like that Francesca let me know if you can uh, go on a scary steep hill with loud music and sing along without going into panic attack and I'm curious I'm going to reach out to you and ask about the swimming Uh, if there are other people with you in the water do you still freak out like do you still expect the shark to come okay Um, first of all again Francesca thank you for sharing and um, I, I I love having the communication with you so the more you share the more we grow together and uh, that said I'm going now to grow my uh, biceps 
Have a great day and thank you for listening.